Hey, everybody. This is the As You Go podcast, helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome to Series 1, Episode 2 of the As You Go podcast. For this first series, we are diving into the basics of what we call the gospel. And as we began last week, we talked about how the word gospel means good news, so we need to know what the good news is and why it is good. Now, we can understand the good news of the gospel in five basic parts. And the way we're remembering those parts is with the er sound. Each part is sort of a short phrase that ends with er. Now, if you can remember, it goes like this. God is our maker. Sin is our failure. Jesus is our savior. Repentance and faith is our answer. And eternal life is our pleasure. Now, I know that's a lot to remember, but that's why we're taking it slow, piece by piece. Now, last week we started with God is our maker, so let's review that for just a sec before we get into our new piece for today. On the last episode, we talked about how God is our maker. We read from the beginning of the Bible, in the book of Genesis, the beautiful description of God speaking all things into existence. God spoke, and because of all of his incredible power, everything came from nothing. We learn from our study that God is incredibly powerful, and also that God is incredibly good. And there was one last thing that we learned that's easy to see in all that God has made, and that is that God is also not like us. The Bible word for God not being like us is holy. God is holy. That means that he is set apart. He is perfect, good, and right. God says himself in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God's ways are higher and better than ours, And that's important for us to keep in mind as we get into the second part of the gospel. We started with God as our maker, and the second phrase is sin is our failure. So say sin is our failure with me. Ready? Sin is our failure. Now let's say them again together, both at the same time. So we're going to say God is our maker, sin is our failure. On three. Ready? One, two, three. God is our maker, sin is our failure. Nice work, everybody. Thanks for participating. So even though it may not be the most uplifting or encouraging lesson, let's talk for a minute about sin being our failure. Are you ready? Let's go. Here we go! Let's pick up today with just a little bit after where we read in the Bible last time, back in the very first book, Genesis. God has created, and his creation, including the first people, is very good. But God's perfect creation doesn't last very long, because Adam and Eve are about to show us that sin is our failure. As we read Genesis chapter 3, listen closely to the words of the serpent as it leads Adam and Eve into the very first sin. Genesis 3, 1-6 says, 
Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat from the fruit trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Did you hear what the serpent said? The serpent questioned God. The serpent asked if God really said not to eat of the tree. The serpent claimed that there would be no consequences for breaking God's rules. Finally, the serpent said that Adam and Eve would be like God if they ate the fruit. Now, all of those things are lies. Remember, while people are created in God's image, we are not God. He is higher than us. His ways are better than our ways. His thoughts are better than our thoughts. And that's what the root of sin is. Sin is when we choose our ways over the best ways of God. Sin is when we think of ourselves and our opinions as more important than God's. Sin is when we think we know better than God knows. Sin is turning away from the perfect plan, purpose, and design of God and instead choosing to do things on our own. That sin of Adam and Eve had huge consequences. It brought death and hardship to our world, and it infected the rest of us with sinfulness forever. Now, there's a lot more to be said about our sin, but first we have a special announcement. Alert, alert. Please be aware. We live in a world full of snakes. Those terrible little creatures cannot be trusted. That is why they're also known by the names Danger Noodle and Nope Rope. If you come into contact with a snake, especially one that tries to talk to you and get you to eat fruit, walk away and alert the authorities. Again, do not trust the fruit recommendations of a talking snake. This has been a public service announcement. So, after that story of Adam and Eve falling into sin and choosing to do what God said was forbidden, you may wonder, why does their bad choice matter to me? I didn't eat of the forbidden tree, so why do I have to say that sin is my failure? Well, that's a good question. You see, even though you didn't eat of the tree in the garden, and even though you didn't follow the fruit recommendations of a snake, you have chosen the same thing in your heart. You see, anytime we do something that is selfish, or that hurts others, or that goes against what our perfect and holy God would have us to do, that's sin. And we've all done that. You've probably lied before. That's a sin. You've probably hurt other people's feelings before, like maybe your brother or sister. That's a sin. You have probably been disrespectful to your parents before. Ooh, that's a big sin. And the thing is, if you really look at yourself and your life truthfully, then you will probably see that you have sinned lots and lots of times. Over and over and over again, you have sinned. Which brings us to 
our verse of the day. Today's verse is short and very simple. It comes from Drew in Colorado. The verse is Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Thank you, Drew, so much for reading Romans 3.23, our verse of the day. That verse is kind of a big deal. It shows us what we probably already know, that we have all sinned. Sin is our failure. We have all personally chosen to do things that go against God. The Bible is so serious about this idea that it says in 1 John 1.8, If we claim to be without sin... We lie to ourselves and the truth is not in us. You see, nobody is perfect. If we pretend to be perfect and act like we haven't sinned, we're fooling ourselves. We have all sinned. Sin is our failure. But here's the thing about sin being our failure. It's not just something small. Your sin is not just an oops that makes you slightly less lovable and wonderful than you already were. No, sin has consequences. Sometimes your sin hurts you. You may suffer the right consequences of getting in trouble, like being grounded or losing screen time. Sometimes your sin hurts others, like being rude or getting in a fight can cause other people pain. Our sin affects us and those around us. But here's the even scarier thing about sin. Your sin deserves a punishment. It is right for our perfect, good, and holy God who made us to punish sin. If someone broke into your house and stole from you, you would want them to be caught by the police and go to jail, right? Of course you would. It is right for crime to be punished. In the same way, our sin deserves punishment from God. And if you think about all the wrong that you have done, and you imagined putting all the wrong things that you've done on a list, all the lies, all the mean words, all the bad thoughts, all the cheating, all the times you've been jealous or ungrateful, and you imagine that all listed out, that would be a pretty big and scary list. And seeing the list of all your sins for your whole life would probably make you see and understand just how much punishment God would be right to give us. Sin is our failure, and it deserves a punishment. And while there is good news coming as we continue to understand the gospel together, I think it's good for us to just settle on that hard idea that was read in our verse this week, that we are all sinners, and we have fallen short of the glory of God. Sin is our failure, and sin deserves a punishment. As we finish up this episode about our sin, parents, I encourage you to have an honest discussion with your kids about sin. Tell them about how you have seen the damage that sin causes. Describe to them how God revealed your sin to you and explain how that felt. I encourage you to look up and read Psalm chapter 36 verses 1 to 9 as a family tonight. Note the contrast between sinful people and a merciful God. Let's pray together as we close. God, help us to see the weight of our sin, that it hurts us and others, and that it goes against your will and design. When we see our sin, we see our need for you to step in and save us. We thank you that our sin is not the end of our story. Amen. 
Thanks so much for joining us for part two of our gospel series of er phrases. Sin is our failure. Thanks so much to Drew for reading our verse of the day. If you would like to be featured in a future episode reading the verse of the day, get your mom or dad to record you and send it to us. If you live in the Parker, Colorado area, we would love for you to connect with our church. You can find out more about it at www.aspengrovechurch.org, including contact info. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.